0: Welcome back to Blind Guy Talks Tech, your daily accessible tech podcast. Add your voice to the discussion. Email hello at blindguytalkstech.com or call and leave us a voicemail on
1: 0204-571-3354. another episode of Blind Guy Talks Tech comes to your ears today, you lucky people. And uh, today on the episode I have a very special guest and that is david woodbridge from australia uh most known of course for his vision australia radio show talking tech and his own ic podcast david great to have you here on blind guy talks tech i've got to say you've been tweeting like a 16 year old on instagram recently uh you know you're never off twitter these days every time i turn around you've either bought something new and you're tweeting about it, or you're just waxing the <laughs> day away. That's uh, it. That's the one. Yeah, <laughs> you're a busy guy these days. Uh, clearly, a lot going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I get, I get sort of mildly outraged about different types of things, and I, and I just think as long as I I don't sort of get too overboard, but yeah, I just. I do every now and again. get a bit of outrage. I'm going, to, I'm going to do things like, "My God, people are so frigging stupid." I mean, you park in a disabled parking spot, and the stupid postal service parks <laughs> their truck too close, and then you get frigging abused. It's like, oi, this is a disabled parking spot. Get your frigging truck out of the way." <laughs> it's, it's
1: so hard, though, isn't it? Because on social media, you, whatever you say is like just mm. planting a bomb somewhere. You know, it, when it goes off, you've no control over what happens next. No. Um, and, and, it's, and and do you ever get that feeling sometimes? You, you say something on social and you go mm. back to an hour later and, and maybe you've calmed down by that point. You feel OK. And then you, mm. suddenly you see this rage kick up online. Yeah. You're like, oh, why did I even open my mouth? Why did I say uh, it? No,
0: yes. can I know. Yes. Can I say, I have been known to sometimes about a couple of weeks later going, maybe I should just go and visit my Twitter feed from all my, all my chit-chats and just <laughs> yeah. quietly delete a
1: few things. <laughs> well, these days you get hung out to dry for whatever you've said in the past. So, you, and you yep. know, it's, it's interesting to me what people find offensive today. Uh, you know, I mean, with the exception, of course, of people who are, you know, going on there and being racist or, you know, xenophobic or whatever. I mean, you know, that's, mm. to me, I, I, I still to this day don't quite understand how someone can go on there and be racist and say, well, it was 10 years ago, it was a different time. Was it? <laughs> was it really a different time? Yeah, right. But, you know, if you go on there and you say, I just I just don't like milk, um, you mm. know, is a day going to come when, you know, cows can speak and they will take offence to this <laughs> and will be cancelled? <laughs> is that right. what? we're at?
0: <laughs> yeah, I think the, I, I, I really do think, I mean, political correctness is just getting a, a, I mean, we had it all sort of in the 80s and 90s, and I think it's, getting a little bit worse these days because I, I think I mentioned at work the other day I, I, I wanted to talk about orientation mobility and they said oh no we don't call it orientation mobility anymore. what we call it outdoor activities because what? it's actually fulfilling that the solution is being able to travel around outdoor safely so we don't talk about the orientation mobility that's old-fashioned speak we talk about outdoor Wow! for travel and activities and I thought well I must be getting too old maybe it's time for retire because I can't remember all these modern gadgety terms now <laughs> well
1: I have to tell my wife that her job has just been deleted because uh, that's her job yes <laughs> that's what she you know, does
0: she's an, outdoor, she's, an, she's an outdoor activity person she's not an online instructor anymore she's an outdoor activity person which to me sounds like a recreational worker it,
1: it sounds like she's overall climbing sound like- yeah it doesn't sound <laughs> like she's, she's <laughs> teaching
0: people <laughs> to get around independently yeah. bizarre. I'm here to learn the cane oh no I've got my kayak here, really, go and do of white water surfing, mate.
1: <laughs> Although, in saying that, that'd be pretty cool, wouldn't it? I mean, I, I, my mobility instructor, going back to my primary school days, you know, we used to mm. go to a cafe. Um, I learned indoor activities, which was eating, drinking. Um, that was I was good at that. I have to say, I was very good at it, and it's a skill yeah. I carried on into later life.
0: I was, I was doing my first outdoor activity with my, with my cane with um, one of our teachers at school. We got on the train and then the train driver, the guard, closed the doors before the teacher could get on the train. Mm-hmm. And that was hilarious because the person I was with, I said, should we not get off at the next station just to tease the teacher? I went, nah, no, bet <laughs> not.
1: <laughs> uh, but listen, tech-wise, I mean, Honestly David, we could talk about so many things with you because you know every time I every time you go on Twitter and you have a, a rant about something or you talk about some new piece of tech, I think to myself, I've got to get you on to talk about this so I've got a list the length of my arm and I thought I really right. want I want to kind of try and get this into one or pick one thing that I think people are interested in they may not know much mm-hmm. about because there's lots of tech. We will talk about your standing desk, though. I've got to ask questions Thank about Thank you. Um, <laughs> I am intrigued by these things. I really am, because I, I'm thinking about getting one here. I kind of wish, when I bought this new desk for my office back just at the beginning of the pandemic, when I was knowing I was going to probably be here for a year at least, um, mm. there was a standing desk option. And I kind of wish I'd gone for it then, although, I have questions about cable management that we need to get into, but but never mind that just now because um, there's so many questions. Maybe this is mm. a separate podcast. I don't know, but look, we'll, we'll go for it. This is the great thing, Rash. David. Right? So when you do your own podcast, to hell with it. Right? We'll do what we like. Um, oh, that's it exactly. So here's the question: um, Blind shell Classic Two, uh, the, the mm. return of the Blind shell Classic. This time it's personal. Yes. Um, yep. So what is the difference? Because I've got the Blind Show Classic One. I've got to say. Normally, when these kind of devices come out, I tend to get a bit. (sighs) Okay, so here we go again. Here's another (laughs) excuse for someone not to learn how to use an iPhone, Uh, and I get a bit. I get a bit pissy about it if I'm honest, because I think, "Oh, come on, you know, just learn how to use an iPhone. It's it's not that hard." And but then, of course, you know, then you speak to someone who has got mobility problems, who has got mobility um, motor problems, I should say. Mm. Um, Yeah. And then they tell you I can't use a smartphone, you think, yeah, okay, fair enough. But the but this mm. this device, when I got my hands on the Plancho Classic One, which is if people mm. don't know, that kind of old candy bar, in my view, kind of mm. Nokia uh, classic Indeed. design. Yep. T nine keyboard. It's more of a feature phone than a regular kind of dumb phone, because it's not a dumb hmm. phone, right? I mean it's it's got no. smarts in it. Yep. Um but it's not fully fledged, it's not touch screen. Um mm-hmm. So, when I got my hands on this, I was quite impressed by the build quality. I was quite impressed by the yes. size. It felt like a really premium device um, mm. lots of nice things in it but so, maybe start off by telling us a bit about the blind shell classic for those who don't know about it and what's new in yep. number two
0: all right well I actually i must be honest i never see I never saw number one because up until now. Number one wasn't compatible with our cellular network here in Australia. Ah, okay. So version two was basically the one that got sold in Australia. Um, So that was sort of my introduction to it because I think, oh, now I can get my hands on it. It actually works for a change. So, and you're right, to me, it reminds me of the old Nokia N82 almost with that lovely really sort of standing out keyboard. Mm. You've got the little control panel above the keys for, you know, your green button for answer and your red button to hang up and your up and down arrows. Um, so that works beautifully. Then you've got, like I said, there's no touch touchscreen. Um, the main menu of the phone, which you just press down or up to go through, is just very simple. You've got uh, contacts phone email settings manual um and and oddly (laughs) a turn off function so i don't quite know that (laughs) you know if you've got the backslash key the red key to turn the phone on i don't know why if you're at the main screen of the phone wonga you just can't hold that down again for two seconds and turn the phone off so that's a bit of it maybe they think we know well Obviously, maybe people that use this type of phone maybe uh, are unintelligent enough to sort of work out the fact that oh, I've just held down this button and the phone's off. What's wrong with it? Yeah,
1: what's wrong so, with this? Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, so I just thought that's a little bit sort of over the top, taking care of people's intelligence level, apparently. Um, but the, and the other thing that I do like about it is the fact that you can put two SIM cards in it. Now, for me the only issue with the SIM cards is they're uh, mini SIMs they're not nano SIMs so I had to go out and buy an adapter Mm. because my iPhone uses a nano SIM not a mini SIM but I just thought isn't it cool that I can actually put two mini SIMs in there and I can put a 128 memory card in there as well so that's actually really 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 cool um the fact that it's got an iPhone doesn't not have this <laughs> is an FM radio. So if you're at the back of bloody whoop whoop and you're in a disaster like a bushfire, or I suppose where you are a friggin' snowstorm or something, <laughs> um, then you can listen to the radio. Well, so you yeah, go, you can, oh my can, god, listen what's to the radio
1: and say I'm in a snowstorm uh, and it's, <laughs> it's <right>. been confirmed. <laughs> that's
0: right that's right yes there's a huge blizzard coming yeah I know that already it's, it's a, a Marshmallow factory
1: has not exploded uh, it that's is in right. fact snowstorms that's
0: right but I but I can confirm that fact though that's the difference you see so, yes exactly um, well, That's, that's, so a, that's a, a lot of
1: people love that a lot of people love having a radio and um, yeah yeah that, that is a cool feature is it one of those ones that you have to have the headphones plugged in in order for it Correct. to actually exactly. they, they yeah, exactly. they become the antenna right okay Yep, yeah, exactly.
0: And look, it's got. I mean, you can. Of course, you can link up Bluetooth devices to it. It's got. Um, it's got Wi-Fi, so you can log into your local Wi-Fi network. And I must say, trying to use the old T nine system to put, to put in a long password for your Wi-Fi network is really, really fascinating. Yeah. That drove me nuts. I'm so. <laughs> Why do I have a thirty-two character password on my Wi-Fi network?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's only then you realise all these problems, right? Because it's try like, Yeah, it. so it's like. Can you- you said you can Bluetooth too. Can you hook a keyboard to it or would you not want no. to do that? No, no, it's okay. only it's only
0: it's, it's only headphones. So um, it does have a three point five mil headphone jack mm. because it takes the yeah the earphone like, you know, stroke aerial. Um, the other thing it has is is also got it's got NFC. Which is actually really cool. Yeah, so, version
1: one had this, right? Okay, and it came. Does it come mm, with the tags again as well? It's got the little yes, it does ad- adhesive it tags. Does. The little stick,
0: yeah, correct. And they work beautifully. It comes with this wee thing, and I can't work out who makes it, but it's called a beeper. So it's like a tile tag or a, or, or a um, uh, what are they called? Airpods? Not Airpods. I've got no, oh, no name them. You know the little air tag thing, which you can see the ones Yeah, that's the yeah those those things. Um, so it's called the beeper and so of course you attach it to your key ring and you can make it play a sound but i must say it's probably one of the worst beepers or tags i've ever experienced because half the time it doesn't find it and i, th- mm. I almost think with this sort of stuff why bother putting that even in the package because it actually makes it seem a bit gimmicky and you know, we sort of know it doesn't really work, but we're going to give you one anyway. And you so. know the
1: problem with that? It puts people off that kind of tech because they say, oh, I tried it. It didn't work. I, you know, I had one of those things yeah. and it was terrible. And you think, yeah, but you didn't use the good version. You know, you exactly used the three quid yeah, one. so that was... Yeah, and that was a bit annoying.
0: It does have USB-C, um, so that's what it, you plug it in to charge it up with. The only thing I find annoying about it, you know, if your iPhone, you can turn it on if you don't have a SIM card in it, well mm. you can't do that with this phone. It's got to have a SIM card. Ah, okay. Um, otherwise, it won't turn on, because I had to do some testing with my S10 Samsung the other day, so I took the SIM card out, um, waked into in my Samsung. Somebody rang up, and they said, oh, I just want to confirm a feature on the blind shell too, so I went and turned it on and went... Uh, can you just hang on a sec? I've got to put my SIM card back in. <laughs> That's
1: interesting. I love the fact it takes two SIM cards. I don't think the original one did that.
0: No, probably no, probably not. Um, I do get about three or four, or well, maybe two or three days out of the battery.
1: I was going to say um, your I, battery will be much better on something like this, right? Oh, it's huge. That, this is where this is yeah. where these phones are brilliant. You don't have to charge them up every day.
0: No, no, exactly. And the 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 application list. I mean, when I got the demo model. Last December, I think there was twenty-five or twenty-eight applications that you could download off their own app store. Now there's forty-two. Oh, wow! Um, so you know, so there's things like um, you know, there's, there's a QR tag reader. Now, to me, a t- to QR tag reader maybe doesn't mean the one we probably use for COVID to go into a website. Mm. I think it's more for accessing a QR tag for labeling, or at least that's what it sort of sounds like. I haven't even, I haven't tried it yet. Um, but you've got other things like you've got internet radio, um, you've got YouTube, you've got uh, a version of the WhatsApp, you've got um, Skype Lite, which I wouldn't touch for 10 foot barge pole. <laughs> um, even, for Vision, even for Vision Australia, we've got our, the VA Connect app for our Vision Australia library is actually on there. And it's a bit old, but it still works. Um, that was probably made for maybe the classic one version or an earlier version, but that still works. Um, you've got podcasts. Uh, like I said, you've got email. You've got a really interesting web browser. So did you ever come across the, oh, I going to say, the old IBM homepage reader back in the day in about the mid-90s that... When you went to uh, website, you you sort of like chose wherever you wanted to choose by read read the page by heading by link oh, yes. Yes, by yes, line, yes, yes. yeah. And then what you then do, you press the appropriate button on the keypad to navigate the website by that. So if I choose heading, then I press two to go for the website heading by heading, and, and it really works really nicely. Um, so so you're that actually reading surprising. a website with it. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah, it's got a, its own web browser. Um so that's that was actually quite exciting. It's also got Amazon shopping on there, which is really difficult to use. So I'm I'm still trying to work out whether that really works or not. Um, Do you know are, these, are little... these
1: specifically made for that yes, phone? They are. They that's are That's interesting. Are. Yep, right. so they
0: so they're custom designed. So you can't there's no such thing as a like a Google because it is based on Android. Mm. But there's no such thing as a like a a Google App Store. It's you're using their custom designed apps. Uh, to is it like, is this this to like synaptic
1: that? then? It's that kind of idea where you've got this walled garden to some degree. Correct.
0: Correct. But unlike synaptic, this feels like you're using the phone. Mm. Like you're not, you don't really feel like you're using this sort of software that's banged onto top of an operating system, which is banged on one something else. This is just feels like I'm using the shell Classic 2 phone yeah Um, the only thing that I find a little bit disappointing is the personal assistant the personal assistant is a bit misleading because it's a voice assistant to either start apps so just you know open weather open mail do that um or voice dictation, and I must say the voice dictation is really, really good. And the nice little trick with the voice dictation is, as it's listening to you, you can feel these little vibrations coming through the phone that lets you know it's still translating as you're speaking. Oh. I think that's a really cool little feature. Um, so that's really nice. And so, I, so wherever you can do text with the T9 keyboard, you can voice dictate. So when I pop into, you know, the web browser and I bring up a web page. I'm not going to sit there and do a T9, yeah, web dress. I'm going to say www.apple.com, for example. And it gets that really nicely.
1: That's that's nice. That's really nice. Yeah. I mean, I, can't, I didn't think for a minute. Because the, the first version was quite basic. I mean, it was a little bit like the Nokia feature phones that came out recently, where you mm. had certain apps. You know, you had maybe a few apps mm. you could use. But that was kind of it. I don't even think there was an app store on there from memory. Um, but now mm. they've got the app store and what for forty two apps on there. That's that's amazing. Okay, granted, yeah. a bit clunky in some ways, but correct. This is yep. a developing yep. service, right? And it's it's going to, I guess, be improved by user feedback, especially someone mm. like you, David. Feeding back is going to be a big deal here because you know mm. my my fear would be someone who gets this device who may not be getting the best experience and just puts it back in a drawer. Um, because yes. they don't really know what else to do or what even to suggest. So, you know, the fact that you're out there saying to people, look, this is the way it is, can can only improve mm. it.
0: Yeah, and look, it's, it's, I mean, and the sky's the limit. I mean, it's got a camera. It's got a separate built-in flash for a flashlight. And because it's got the camera, I mean, sort of the sky's the limit. I mean, at the moment, it's got a colour detector um, it's it's My eyes, so you can actually use the BMI oh, service to get personal assistance through the camera. Wow. Um, it's got this weird because this thing inside this thing, you've got a man- magnetometer, which in old language means a compass. Yeah. Um, you've got a barometer, uh, a gyroscope, an accelerometer. So you've got all the chips and sensors in there to do, you know, uh, pedometer, step counting. Um, the the gps one's a bit weird at the moment because when you go into it it's just called locator and the locator basically at the moment just comes up and says i'm in narara on the central coast in new south wales it doesn't even give you my address but i just thought you know that's just a, a minimal amount at the moment and who knows what they can do with that gps i mean i'd love to see you know some sort of modified version of a navigation thing or something like that so uh, what i'm saying to people is that we've got all these sensors built into it sky's the limit and unlike some software on the market where you keep paying updates every two versions Mm. i.e jaws um, once you buy this phone it's your phone forever and the updates and the applications will be free
1: and you know so to the me, fact is, that's a pretty damn yeah, good deal. The fact it's got the App Store in there means you're going to get updates. You're going, you can connect to Wi-Fi. You don't have to worry about necessarily mm. buying new hardware for a good while. I mean, look, we have to we have to live in realism. I think some people love the idea of, and maybe this is. I think in Blind World this is the case where people tend to think because um you know I brought a real display twenty five years ago and it still works <laughs> today. That, you know, every single piece of tech that comes out needs to follow the same rule, and of course, it doesn't. Mm. I mean, it's great that that tech does live on, but then it's bloody yeah. expensive, so it should live for a long time.
0: I uh, know. Yeah. D- dare I say, I'm still using my original um, Focus Forty from my PackMate from 2004. It's still going quite nicely as a USB wow. display. So yeah, so it's it's still chugging on quite nicely. But yeah, look. Um, I think this is, I mean, normally I, I, you know, back in the 90s and 2000s, every time I saw a custom-made phone, like I think there was one called the Oasis one, which I think didn't have a screen because it was for quote blind people who needs a screen. So I was a bit annoyed about that when it came from Spain. I remember that, but yeah. this, yeah, but this one, because it's got low vision, I mean, it's got high contrast features, it's got black and white, white on black, larger fonts. Um, you can use speech. The only, I guess, for low vision people, you can't turn the speech off. So you can turn the volume down. Um, and very weirdly, speaking about volume, the the default volume for the internal speaker is really loud, which is 10. But when you put your headphones on, it automatically sets the volume to 7, and you can't change it. Mm. I mean, you can go down to 1, but apparently we're too stupid to work out that if the thing's a bit loud, we want to turn it down by ourselves.
1: One of the yeah. things that is so interesting you mentioned about the phone is that you can't turn off the speech. It's a really weird place we're at now where we're saying... Can you not just turn this speech off? You know, it's like we wanted everything to talk, now we want it all to shut up. Um, we, we're just never happy, are we? Let's be honest. Uh,
0: no, 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 but it's, no, but we're that's not. That's the point. Look we're getting
1: I... used to having choice. That's the point. You know, we're having the we were able to do that with all our mm. other devices. And when something new comes along, we think, well, I would expect mm. that, at least that, to be equal. Um, this, would you recommend yeah. this to people? Are you Are you recommending this?
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. I, I think because it's, like you said, it's not a dumb phone. It's in between a feature phone and a smartphone. Mm. So it really fits the bill. So I think uh, Blind Shell's logo is um, something like communication is the limit or something something weird like that. But um, no, because t- I've had lots of people, particularly older people, that just can't stand a touchscreen. Yeah. Um, for one reason or another, you try and show them the gestures for Zoom or for voiceover, and they still can't get it. Um, I, I guess the only thing that I'd love to see in this one is a proper personal assistant. So if they could integrate you know, the A-Lady or the H-E-Y Google one, um, that would be nice, because then you could just say, what's the weather, rather than having to open up the app and... You know, up and down arrow through the the weather app, that'd be lovely. You said it's based um, off
1: Android, so does yes. that mean that there's potential? Because I'm, I'm th- the one thing that always gets me when people say I can't use a smartphone, it's not mm. so much that gets me that gets me annoyed about that, because of course, you know, for various reasons, people don't want to use a smartphone or can't mm. use a smartphone. Yep. But then I think it's incumbent then on the makers of these devices to try and build a full experience that someone could get on a smartphone. So one example of that would be. A lot of people use their smartphones for banking. So, you mm. know, could a time come where someone might develop an app that would be able to work on that device as well? It's like, it feels like there's a, another category here that's been missed. And, you know, there are so many people who are living longer, who are, you know, there are more people who are disabled as people get older, especially with mm. sight loss. Um, mm. So, you know, there's a market here, right? That's the point. So, you know, do you think maybe you could start developing for that and start thinking about that? Because we mm. seem to live in a world where the smartphone rules everything. And for a lot of people, that's not the case.
0: No, I mean, look, I think it'd be interesting. I mean, hopefully if we get more modern versions of personal assistants coming up that you can really – interact with your web system i think that would be a really amazing thing to do as well now the only thing i don't like about this phone um is the fact that you can record somebody's phone call so when you make a phone call it comes up and you can choose loudspeaker you can choose mute all that sort of stuff you can also choose record which goes goes into the phone and then you can copy it over to your pc or mac just via like it comes up as a usb drive the person on the other end doesn't get a no cut doesn't get a message that they're being recorded. So that's, I almost said to my manager, can they take that function out? Because I think it's actually technically and morally illegal to have a function in there. Because I don't even know why you wanted it in the first place. I mean, okay, maybe they thought, well, somebody's giving you instructions on how to use Mm -hmm. your oven or your washing machine. You can record it, or but take
1: down take down a number or a, or email yeah, address. Yeah,
0: take or down a number, but at least there should be some sort of beeping sound. Or this word goes: "You are now being recorded." Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. you need some kind of notification. I mean, if that was the case, then you would have an iPhone a capability for that, or an Android that's capability true. for that. Yeah, and you don't yeah. at the moment. So that, that's that's interesting. No. Um, yeah, it's, it's an interesting device. I'm 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 really pleased to come on to talk about. It. I, before I let you go, I have to ask about the standing desk. Um, mm. So. What the hell is this about, right? So, this thing just, just I mean, I get it goes up to a certain height, literally to standing <laughs> level.
0: Very good, yes.
1: How low does it go? We're we talking on the floor? I mean, is it regular, Is it? Because um, it, um, uh, it has avoidance obstruction capabilities. It does. So, so it if it hits something? something and
0: stuff, yeah. So, if I, get, if, I get, if I forget to put my standing mic out of the way, because I've got my mic set up, because somebody said, well, don't you have a mic on the desk? And I go, because if I do this. You'll actually hear the, me tapping on the table through the microphone. You freaking idiot! Uh, <laughs> like this. It's like no, no. It's a standalone microphone. So I've got a microphone that's actually when I'm standing up, it's probably at my just below my sternum when mm-hmm. I'm standing up. Yep. So it goes up quite high. I'm about wow. five foot in my measurements, about five foot ten. And when I'm sitting down now, and I'm just on a normal chair, and I can put my arms straight out and have my arms horizontal. So it goes down quite low. And then this one, I can preset it at four different heights. And I can either hold down the up or down button to make it go to a certain height, or I've just got my preset set to high and one to low, and I just press one button and it zooms up or zooms down. Um, and the reason why I did it was because I went to the old chiropractor the other day and I said, "God, oh, my back's sore." And she goes, yeah, you're one of these IT technology consultants that sit on your backside all day, aren't you? I went, well. yes. Maybe. she <laughs> said, well, she said, you do know sittings apparently four to five times worse than if you're standing. So get off your backside, start standing. Um, if you get tired, yes, you can sit down and put the, the desk down lower and that sort of stuff. And what I've done with my one, the reason why I chose this one particular one, um, it's sold by Officeworks here in Australia, is it's got two holes at the back on each corner for cable management and what I've done is I've got everything tied up with those silicon cable tires that you can get mm. so everything's tied up properly and then what I've done is I've mounted the power board that's got everything plugged in underneath the desk so it's not on the floor Yeah. so I don't get cables sort of being dragged through the holes that's the theme, as the desk you, goes up
1: as the desk goes up everything just falls off the back of it
0: correct yeah. exactly And and I can I can't remember the exact dimensions, but it's probably um, in Australian measurements. It's probably about one point five five meters wide, okay, um, which I think is about what's it about six feet or something wide. And I'd say it's a good three feet deep. So it is quite a substantial desk. I mean, at the moment I've got my I've got my MacBook on here. I've got my mixer. um, I've got my iPad, my iPhone, um, my other microphones. I've got. Two braille displays, my telephone, I've got the blind shell, my Samsung, my Galaxy Watch, my Apple Watch, my AirPods Max, blah, blah, blah. Where do you put your hands the desk. Um, I've still got room. <laughs> <laughs> I literally have still got room on my desk. So it's, and the, the thing I like about it though is that, I, like in the mornings, like I'm sitting down now, But in the mornings, I make sure it's up before I go to bed. And then when I I, I stroll out in the morning with my cup of coffee, I literally just stand at my desk and check my email and do a bit of web browsing. And it's lovely because I can just sort of stroll in, stroll out. If a parcel comes to the front door, I sort of stroll out again. And then when my my feet start getting sore, what I do, I've got a little thing called a... um, I think I can't remember the, the, the jazzy new term for it, but it's like one of those balancing mats where you stand on it sort of wobbles a little bit so oh, you've got right, to sort okay. of maintain your balance so you're standing your moving. Mat as
1: well isn't it standing
0: mat it? that's the one that's it standing mat um so and that works out really nicely and then when i and then when the person the chiropractor just said look when you do start feeling really uncomfortable just sit down just listen to your body but mm. don't you know, if you can stand up for 40 minutes at a time you're doing really well so um that's what i mainly do and it's it's worked out really well, so I, I I love it. It's it's one of the best things. I wish I would have got this, at the start, you know, of the epidemic two two years ago. Um. But it's just lovely. Everything is so organized. And mind you, I did spend two weeks redoing this whole office. I pulled everything out, new furniture went in, re-cabled the whole damn thing. And then when I finished, I thought, I am never, ever doing this again. If somebody wants something out of here, they're going to have to crawl over my dead body to
1: get it out because it ain't going. How many, how many new swear words did you learn? Um, in A lot. That process? Yeah. Did, you, did you make some new ones as well? I, I did, did. You know,
0: and the other thing that I did was, which wasn't silly. They said, "Oh, look, mate, it'll be it'll be seventy bucks for the guy to come out and uh, install it." And I went, "Don't care." Oh, yeah,
1: no, <laughs> like, just do it. I know. Yeah. Here's the thing: Can you smarten this up? I mean, can you get it connected to A so you could say, for example, you know, lower the desk or raise the desk? It's not. It's not that smart, is it? No, it's
0: not. No, no. It does have a USB port in the control panel at the front.
1: You know, what you could do. Um, the, you could buy. Mm, I don't know how good these are. I've got one. I really should try mm. it. Um, it's called a SwitchBot. It's not perfect mm. for this kind of thing, I guess, because it's probably too mm. big for that. But it basically, yeah. it's like this tiny little box. Um, yeah. I'd say matchbox size. Um, mm. And it has essentially a little finger that pops Aww. out, a little plastic finger that comes out, and it'll just push the button for you. That's what That's you need sounds out. very cool. It is. Yeah. And the thing, I actually got it because I've got a studio light for the TV stuff. I've got a studio light, which is kind of high up. It's, it's pretty much on the roof of the, okay. of the house. And it's one of these ones you have to push the button in at the back in you know, order to, 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 to turn it on. You can't right. just do it from another source. And uh, I'm very lazy. And I thought, I could get a robot to do this. <laughs> so that's the intention for the SwitchBot, is that I can then, it'll literally just push the button for me.
0: Actually, you know what? That's not a bad idea, because um, this touch panel, because it is a touch panel, I've put lock dots over the, the buttons. Mm. But it is so bloody sensitive that if I mis-touch the touchpad, so my finger goes slightly off the button, the desk has a fit at me.
1: Yeah, it goes, and does, and invalid does it, does it or, beep, or does it, does it, it give you it an does. audible beep? It does. Well,
0: it beeps at me, and it comes up with a beautiful error on the screen, which I can't read. We oh, just healthy. go E10, E20, or E30. And then I've actually got to physically turn off the desk leave it off for about 10 seconds while it clears its silly memory, and then turn it back on again. But if I had that little bot, that's if I, just because it, the control panel just slides out from the front, underneath the front of the desk, so you can get easy access to it. So I could put that little little robot finger right above where the, you know, the go to the top button is, and just go, it can go press, and then off it would go, because yeah, I've, I've got a sort of like, it's like the, the, the Olympic challenge. Can I accurately press the button this time? Yes. And they go, "Ray, I've now done it three <laughs> times in a row. So well, happy happy work. days. Yeah, no, Exactly.
1: No. Yes, yeah. Uh, it sounds like fun. I mean, I have to say, you know you've got too much tech in your life when you get a message on your Apple Watch saying your coffee cup needs an upgrade of its software. That's when you know <laughs> things have gone a bit too far. I will see the ember mug I do love, but it's ridiculous. I've got to software upgrade my cup.
0: No, no. Have I talked to you about my my Hydrate, my smart water bottle? That's actually oh, no, yeah, fantastic I don't know. as well. Yeah,
1: I did see you tweeting about this. Is, are these good? Yes. Are these useful? They are.
0: No, they're really, really good because it keeps giving you snarky little reminders out of the day. You know, you know the world's got mostly made up of water and so are you. You idiot, drink yeah. some. Um, it's very Australian, know,
1: and there's a proof. It is, yeah.
0: <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Very snarky. So, um, and it does work. So, um, this particular bottle that I've got, it, what is it? Um, it holds, I think it's six hundred mils of water. Um, so I drink about two liters a day. I can't quite make two liters at the moment because I'm a coffee addict. And the same, Because Because, yeah. again, my doctors, I, the doctor said, how much liquid do you drink a day? And I said, does coffee count?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, here's a question. No, right. So I got the Ember mug, and I like it, but mm. I have to say the ceramic um, material, I, I, I'm not sure I like the taste that I get off the cup. So I tried uh, this new one from a company called Glowstone, or this product's mm. called Glowstone. Um, yeah. A Glowstone mug, it's a... Fine Bone China. Very English. Oh, dear. Very beautiful. Wow. Uh, have my yes. lovely tea. And uh, it comes, you can actually use it with any Qi charging mat, which is so oh, cool. Wow. You just plonk it on any okay. charging mat, and it'll charge up. And it keeps you Yeah, So you should, be telling, you should be telling me these things. I know. You know? I know. But you I, know it's going to happen, don't you? I mention this because. <laughs> Coffee addicts love their coffee, but, you know, you like it to be warm. And Correct. The, the Ember mug is cool because you can set the temperature via mm. the Apple Watch app, which is really cool. Yep. Uh, but then mm. this one doesn't have all that function. It really is just essentially keeping the cup or the, the mm. contents of the cup warm. keeps it all, I think, at a standard 52 Fahrenheit, whatever it is. I, I don't know what the temperature okay. is, but whatever it is, it keeps it at a set level uh, for three hours. And wow. that's it. Okay. But you ha- but, you know, you- The only thing is, I've noticed the battery really does need to be charged regularly. It doesn't hold its charge. Mm. But the good thing is you can throw the thing in the dishwasher. Um, wow. It is completely Gee. sealed. So it's not like you can-, can get it wrong. I really like it, although in saying that, it cost me £129. And when I, t- I-, I actually Jeez. tell people I bought a mug that cost a and-, and the first thing my friend, Sean, as you know who comes on this show mm. with me, he said, yep. that'll be broken in a week. And you'll be crying on the floor. Uh, and he's probably right. He's probably right because uh, you know oh, we, we we are known for breaking stuff. Um,
0: yeah, that's probably a million dollars
1: Australian as we as it's when we joked about. So, so, yeah, Australian, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> David. It's been great coming. I, I'm so glad you came on. And listen, come back soon because there's so much we could talk about. Um, so I'm, I'm sure we we should make this a regular thing. Uh, for for people though, I know you're always on podcasts and you're doing different things. You're a busy guy over there And you do some great stuff Which even though it's in Australia Even though it's in Australia Is very much applicable across the pond here uh, Or the rather large pond And, and several countries in between um, But uh, yeah Check out IC Which is your podcast Check out Vision Australia uh, talking tech is it talking tech isn't it it's talking tech, tech yeah it is yep. Yep. I was yep. getting mixed up with you because I'm blind guy talks tech then I was tech talk and now I'm done. so confused. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah you're talking tech so check that out yes. uh, well worth listening to David thanks for coming on that's okay my pleasure